Welcome to Evolve, where we have fearless, unfiltered, unapologetic conversation with host Chanel Spencer, author, speaker, and CEO of Maximum Evolution. Are you ready? I hope you're ready. Hello, 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 beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of Evolve, where we have fearless, unfiltered, and unapologetic conversation, because that's just who we are. <laughs> so today, as you know, we have a special series for our, for our lovely book that we've been working on, The Evolution Effect, where we share 20 stories of individuals that have broken patterns, overcome adversities, and stepped into their greatness. And today I have one of my favorite, okay, all of them are my favorite, but you know what I'm saying, <laughs> authors, Benet Taylor. Say hello to the beautiful people. Yes. Oh my God. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much. Good morning. Good morning. Wherever you are in the world. Yes. <laughs> so this one give me a little bit about Renee. So Renee Taylor, which I love the last name because that's my daughter's name, is a New Jersey native performing art artist, author, speaker, and mentor on a mission to inspire people to live life with purpose. As a proud alumna of Rutgers University and Connecticut School of Broadcasting, she has graced many platforms across the country. She is the founder of Triple Threat Vision LLC, which empowers primarily women through event, entertainment, and literary works. She is the founder and host of The Family Affair and the co-founder of the Sisters to Sister community on Facebook. Yes, and which is laying the foundation for a future podcast. I better be a guest. Yes, you will, honey. <laughs> so amazing. It's so amazing. I love, 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 love um, what you do. I love your energy. I love your personality. Thank She's you. like so genuine and so authentic. Like we haven't met physically, I but know. we've met virtually. And I just love the energy that exudes through every platform that we connect on. Um, and I'm super excited for everything that you are working on and that you are going to accomplish this year because 2020 is our year, even though it's a lot of craziness happening. I know, but we're pushing through. <laughs> we are pushing through. We are still here, right? Exactly. So that is, that's a blessing. We are exactly. still here. Exactly, exactly. So let's get into this chapter. Yes. So why did you title your chapter, I Once Was Broken? Yes, oh my goodness, because it was definitely a state of mind that I was in, and it's also a state of being. And I find that a lot of times when you are in this certain state of mind, a state of mind of lack, and of, you know, feeling like a victim, or feeling like there's no hope, and there's no, you can't see your way out, you have to go through a transformation. And as long as you keep moving, it's going to come. Your day is going to come. The sun is going to shine after the rain. So that's why I say it's past tense. I once was broken, but I'm not the same. I'm not the same that I was last year or last month or two or five years ago. And as long as we continue to evolve, shout out to evolve, um, yes. we are going to be unstoppable. So that's why I named it once I was broken. Yes. And you said so many powerful things because, you know, the the goal of evolution and the goal of transformation and just being a better you is literally understanding that you are forever changing and you're forever learning. So you saying, I'm not the same person I was yesterday. I'm not the same person I was five years ago. I'm not the same person that I was a year ago literally tells you that you are on a journey to becoming the greatest 
version of yourself, which is amazing. A lot of people don't understand that. They don't necessarily, instead of comparing themselves to who they were yesterday or five years ago, they compare themselves to other people. So it's so amazing that you said that that's a powerful, powerful, powerful message. So what can our audience expect from your chapter? Yes. Oh my goodness. So you're going to expect my story and, and how I came to be where I am today. And the journey. Okay. Cause let's just call it a journey. Yeah. Um, you know, I, my temperament then and, and the anger and resentment that I was feeling towards family, friends. I, I don't even know. I, I, I don't even think I was sure of the root of my issues at that time, but I just knew that I had sh- struggles with managing my emotions. Mm-hmm. I had struggled with the relationship with my father and how broken pieces within that relationship that were unreconciled, how those then carried on and manifested into other relationships Mm -hmm. that really turned into toxic ones and not really being able to identify what's serving me and what's not, Mm -hmm. what is helping me grow and what is really kind of down and paralyzing me. And so I had to go through a, a lot of transformations and thank God I was able to use the the idea and the concept of writing and expressing myself through art because I'm a performing artist at, at heart. Thank God I discovered that because that was an outlet for me. And I didn't know that that was going to be a catalyst for my success or the catalyst for me actually putting the pieces back together to be whole. And that's where we are now. And, and Hence me being an author and a writer. So super excited. So that is what it's all about. um, My transformation and what I went through. Um, Personal development. It's so important to just continue to grow and just give yourself permission to make different decisions each day, to improve. And it's sometimes it's baby steps, but that's okay. As long as you're moving forward and you don't stop and you never, ever give up. Right, right. So you said in your chapter, I was so angry. However, in hindsight, I can truly say that my life was very, so very fragile then. I was short-tempered and my mood fluctuated from moment to moment and mostly within very short time increments. A close friend described it as seeing me in the morning on our way to school together. Um, by first period had ended, I, was, would, I would be upset about something. Make no mistake about it. When I was upset, the world would feel it and be subjected to my wrath. So tell us a little bit, like, what were you experiencing during those times? And what do you feel caused you to be so angry? Wow, wow. I get chills even hearing my words played back to me mm-hmm. um, as I think about that time. And I, you know, this came from a candid conversation I had with one of my best friends about that time and, and, and how she perceived it from the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. And I think I just had a lot of pent up frustration that I believe was rooted in And one, being the only girl, being the youngest, being somewhat sheltered, Mm -hmm. all the answers to my questions. You know, as a a young child, you are very inquisitive and you want to know why, why, you know, with babies when they're growing up, like that's one of the first words, why, why? And that was me. I was so inquisitive about the world. I, I was so optimistic. I had such a big heart and I'm so compassionate and I had so much love to give. And, but I felt like I was coming from a place of lack. I felt like there was so many missing pieces when it came to my family and it came to my upbringing, you know, being in a broken home and my parents not being able to take care of me. And now we're at my grandmother's house and 
what is going on and why is it all happening? And because I couldn't figure that out and I wasn't getting the answers I needed and wanted, and I, essentially I wasn't really getting the, I guess, the attention mm-hmm. that um, I, I, I felt like I needed at that time or the validation, mm-hmm. I was so angry and and I didn't know what to do with those emotions. I didn't know what to do with all of that tension. Mm-hmm. And that's where the growth comes in. When you learn new ways of being, you learn new ways to cope so that you can morph into something better. Right, right. And then you said another, there's two parts that I actually need to share. Um, yes. So we only have, we have three this time. Ooh, ooh. But you said figuratively starting staring myself in the mirror. I recognized for the first time that I allowed my feelings of abandonment, insecurity, low self-esteem, and loneliness to manifest in my relationships and play out in patterns that didn't serve me. That yes. is like, oh, Oof, chills. Who can't, like who? Oh my God, my like, hairs are all, like on my arms. Are, <laughs> that's so powerful because <sighs> to, to recognize that, a lot of people don't even understand that there are certain things that have transpired in their lives and certain things that they've um, challenges or traumas that they've experienced that literally dictates how they behave or how they react or don't react, how they just maneuver in life in general. So for you to take that moment and say, like, I realize that these are the areas and the challenges that I'm currently facing, mm-hmm. right? And truly making a decision to work on yourself. Cause you then said, I learned how to establish significant relationships no longer rooted in brokenness that is Mm -hmm. like girl (laughs) I'm telling you because I've always learned I've always known and I don't even know I think I just took bits and pieces of pieces of wisdom Mm -hmm. from God bless my pastor pastor Patricia Webster on God bless her soul her daughter Patty Webster named after her as well God bless her soul along with my therapist you know my grandmother and just me and God dealing with me and I think we have to really get with us Mm-hmm. and search within and ask the hard questions. And I believe I've been on that journey for eight years now, as I just celebrated birthday. Woo-hoo. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yes, thank you. Thank you. So yeah, I feel like 30 was the breaking point for me because life completely changed and everything I knew the way I saw life had completely changed. So I had to start over and I had to kind of like re- be reborn and, in in reshaping okay what is life going to be who is it that I want to be and and what responsibility I have in that and once I was able to deal with myself and really get really real about what parts I played in attracting what I was and that's why I said in terms of like being rooted in brokenness because a lot of times we're attracting what we are we don't even realize it because maybe in our minds it's the codependency where we want to fix someone else right because we're like okay well well at least I'm not that worse off maybe as bad off maybe they're worse off and I can help them because you feel somewhat empowered that you can help someone else or sometimes you want to feel needed right so that's another reason why you 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 root your relationships and brokenness and then also you sometimes you just don't know any better and you just want to feel like there's a sense of belonging you want to feel validated you want to fill the spaces that the hands of whatever you didn't get in 
your life and your family from your mom or your father. And in recognizing those things, when you recognize them, you realize, okay, I have to do something different because the result of that didn't do well for me. So now I have to make a different choice. Oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> you, some of you were talking to me, some of you were talking to people, other people, some I started visualizing people who are literally experiencing that today. Like I can literally connect to what you said in regards to like the want to fix people or, oh, yes. I'm not as bad as them or blah, like, oh my, like that is so true. Like there are yeah. so many instances and even for myself where I like, I really truly enjoy fixing broken things. And, and, and what I realized is that it's partly because it's a distraction for me having to focus on myself. Yes. And it's because like, I want, I want someone, what I give to the world is what I so desperately want and need. And so like, I pour into so many people because I know what it feels like to feel like you don't have anybody, to feel like you don't have any direction, to feel like you don't know what's left, what's right, what's, what's happening, why is it happening, who is it, like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it's like both. And so in these past few months, um, I've just been focused on really like transforming. Like I've transformed from, I started my journey like six years ago in transforming yeah. and understanding like, I don't want to be miserable. I don't want to be angry. I don't want these people that have impacted my life yeah. in the past to literally have control over how I feel, why I feel like, you know what I mean? So I wanted yeah. to be free. And like, I realized that I was one, what you said, attracting the wrong people because of my energy and my um, vibrations. But at yes. the same time, I was literally using it as a distraction so that I don't have to focus on myself. Like, oh, yes. Yes. <sighs> and, and let me just say what a wonderful transformation has been. I don't know what you were before, but mm -hmm. the day that I met you in our video chat and where you kind of your testimony and just the way just the conviction in which you would speak i'm like oh this woman is a warrior <laughs> hands down any all my female all my female friends that are mothers hands down like if you do nothing else in life you're a mother you gave birth like you are a warrior you are a superwoman in my eyes no matter what and and then with all the other things that you do i just can't even imagine <laughs> <laughs> oh i appreciate that i mean for me, yeah, I, I have a similar um, story in regards to, you know, just having like just different traumas and experiences and just challenges that like could literally break someone. It's actually in my book, Warriors Paradigm. That's another conversation. But uh, yes, but I, love I, um, it. I literally, um, I literally experienced things that honestly, I technically really shouldn't be here. Like I was in a super abusive relationship for wow. a few years and he actually admitted years later that if I didn't leave him, he probably would have killed me. And I, that oh was, my gosh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that right. Oof. That was something that, um, wow. It was freeing, to be honest, because for so long, I felt like, okay, maybe I used to blame myself a lot. Like, oh, this happened because if I just didn't do this, if I didn't say this, if I, and if I was just, and, and so it was so freeing because it validated like, no, my experiences was real. And he was like, oh, that's another conversation too. But you know, it's just, um, I've, I've experienced a lot of different 
traumas and challenges. And I just like, like what you said, and just being angry and frustrated and confused and just like, I was a ticking time bomb. Like literally, like mm. you could blink at me wrong. And I'm like, because I want, yep. <laughs> I yep. no longer wanted to, I never wanted to feel powerless or afraid of anything or anyone like I used to be in the past. So it's just a lot. And I love your, how you shared your story. And I love how you literally um, are transparent in your story because I feel like it's, there's so many people that will read it and can immediately connect to those certain things. Like literally as you're talking, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? And women, of course, right. I feel like, and yes, so many women can connect exactly. to just not really taking care of yourself, right. Taking care of your temple and, and taking care of everybody else first it's it, it's like it's where it's our innate instinct to just be nurturers to be mm. givers to be lovers fixers even if we're coming from a place of lack even right. if our cup now is empty because i just poured it all into you and we just have to do better we just have to be more intentional about just making better choices that yeah. serve us and we can still serve others you know mm-hmm. so we can both have something in our cup Right. Like we're serving from our <laughs> overflow versus a broken, dried up, needs to be thrown out cup. Like literally. And yes. like in, in, oh, so right. You're so, so right. Like, oh my gosh, you just like, you said so many powerful things. And I know that there are so many people out there that are just struggling with life in general, especially in this lovely quarantine period that's been so great for some yeah. nightmare for others. Yes. Um, you know, yeah. it's, 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 it's been a rough time and I feel like it, it gives, it was important to happen because it kind of gives people the opportunity to gain clarity on where they are or where they aren't. But at the same time, there are some people who like probably were so deeply impacted in a negative way because their life depended on their job or their life depended on the kids being in school because that's how they ate or because they're abused at home. So them being at work or them being at school gave them a safe environment like you know what i'm saying or yes. sense of safety so yes you know, i was just it's, thinking it's, about that right like it's mm-hmm. just unreal and and so sometimes you just you are like for me now i'm like frustrated but i i take a moment just to be in gratitude of where i am and where i know where i no longer am in a good way yes. at the same time so i thank you for sharing your story i thank you for being a part of this project thank you as well so what's next for you oh gosh so much are you ready are you ready i'm ready i'm ready <laughs> so um i am as i mentioned i am currently working on this anthology with you. So excited about this, right? So that chapter that we just spoke about, I'm also working with Write a Legacy on my book of poetry, Life, Love, and Loss. So that will be a compilation of all the poetry that I've collected over the years and still writing currently. I am so happy to say that I have completed the book camp boot camp with Ms. Taria Avant. Isn't it so fire? Yes, it is so fire. So shout out to the Book Profits Club and Urban CEOs. And I am working on Letters to My Father that was birthed in 2011 when I lost my father. So those projects are on the horizon. I have been speaking out um, as we are in a racial unrest. And somehow I just became an activist and speaking out for so many different initiatives for Black Lives Matter, for anti-bullying, 
for women and for us just coming together as a people and especially within the black community to empower one another and really truly just take back what devil has stole from us oh so <laughs> amen yes 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 and i am still an artist so i'm actually going to be working on some new music and some new scripts and there will be some films on the horizon come september that i will be working on so definitely you can catch me on screen you can catch me out in the field at a rally or a park protest in march and of course you're going to catch me um in your libraries and your bookstores and on amazon Amazon and you're not going to get you're not you're not going to be able to get enough of me because I'm going to be everywhere inspiring the world to live life on purpose and with purpose. Yes, I love that. Oh my gosh. Oh, I told you. Listen, we taking over 2020. Period. Yeah, okay. Basically are. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, listen, I can't I can't just we can't just sit back and play dead and we're not going to let this take us out. We exactly. are so much stronger and bigger and better than this. Mm -hmm. And so in all of the beauty and all of the strength that's coming out of this. And I know, like, I know the first two weeks of the pandemic and the quarantine, I struggled. I woke up one night in the middle of the night and I put on my timeline, I think it was on my Insta story. And I said, I am not okay. Prayers mm -hmm. up. And it's just, it's okay not to be okay. Mm -hmm. And you got to recognize it. Mm -hmm. And once you recognize it, you've got to really surrender. Surrender. I know I surrender to my God, whatever it is you call him, God, Abba, Allah, whatever you call him, whatever higher power, you surrender to something and you just ask for help. You ask for guidance. You ask for strength and tap into your support system. And, and because I know that's hard for us as women as well to ask for help and accept it and do that and just take little baby steps forward. And before you know it, you're back on your feet again. And then another thing I also want to say that is really important in this season that I learned, the power of giving. Even when you think you don't have anything to give. Mm -hmm. I mean, even when I would look at my bank account and laugh or cry, because as a performing artist, events stop, shows right. stop, travel mm -hmm. stop. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was working, I was singing in praise and worship, leading praise and worship at two different churches. All of that stopped. So you can just imagine what four of those things just completely cut my income. And, and then we were having problems with the unemployment and benefits and assistance, right? Because that kind of was depleted. But even with the little bit that I had, I gave. I became a better giver, needing, volunteering my time, volunteering my expertise tithing offering honey and when i tell you what i got back was even more than i can even begin to receive mm -hmm. yes i absolutely love that like and that's that's the beauty of being who you are authentically and and serving because that's when you things just start to flow even in the chaos things start things are just lining up and ultimately, yeah. you just have to walk in faith and walk in and understand that everything is going to come together at some point. It might not be in this moment. It might be tomorrow. Yes. It might be five minutes from now. But ultimately, yes. it's all preparation for, for the person that you are becoming and the things that you that are going to be coming into your life. So I'm super excited for you. And I think you're amazing. And, you know, I don't want to drag it. But, yes, you know, when I we, um, when I have my, um, 
my live stuff happening, I'm going to need you to come and sing a little song or something. Absolutely. You Listen, I can sing right yeah, now. Okay. We can do whatever whatever you want to do, honey. I am ready. You know, you got to be ready and stay ready. So you okay. have to get ready. Oh, period. Okay. <laughs> yes, period. <laughs> With the T at the end. Exactly. <laughs> do you have any final words for our audience? Yes. Well, I first just want to say thank you so much to the Evolve audience. Thank you so much to Chanel Spencer and your entire team and just everything that you are. It's such a blessing and such a gift that we connected on this level. I can't wait to physically meet you when we can break out of here and really truly connect and and be at an author's conference. Um, I am I am just so, so willing and ready to, to serve the masses and serve our women, to empower our women, to be strong, to know that they are unstoppable and that there's nothing that they can't do and that we all have a story to tell. And there is no testimony, honey, without a test. So we are going to continue to push forward and push through and we will get through this together. So I thank you so much for having me and, and for everything that you're doing is so inspiring. Yes, and thank you for being a part of this project and thank you for sharing your story and thank you for just being so transparent and authentic because it's so rare that we find that and are able to connect with um, people who are and like-minded individuals. Um, yes. So I appreciate you and I continue, I hope for you to have continued success because I know you're going to smash thank all your goals because you. like-minded people, we don't play. <laughs> so how can how can our audience connect with you? Oh my goodness, there's so many ways. So you can actually just go to www.vernay.com. That's V like victorious, E-R-N-A-E.com. That is my personal website. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Vernay Taylor. So my first name, as I mentioned in my website, along with T-A-Y-L-O-R, that's on Facebook and Instagram. You can also find me at Breakthrough the book, my previous book that was written last year. And I am also Triple Threat Vision on Facebook um, if you want to find my company page. And I am here, I reign in Summit, New Jersey. So if you are in Jersey, look me up and connect with me, honey. I am here, ready to serve you. Yes, and we love it. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you again. Um, for thank you platform thank you for being a part of this project and if you have not gotten your copy of the evolution effect make sure you go to evolutioneffectbook.com today not tomorrow right now like immediately yes and get your copy and make sure you you read renee's chapter i once was broken so yes. thank you to you renee thank you to our lovely lovely listening audience for tuning in i appreciate all of you i love all of you giving you air hugs because you know we can't we got to do the social distancing <laughs> yes <laughs> so virtual hugs and air hugs to all of you i appreciate you for tuning in and we will see you next time bye Woo! beautiful people bye thank you thank you for tuning in to evolve stay fearless unfiltered and unapologetic Until next time, special shout out to all of our amazing listeners. You are truly appreciated. Follow our host, Chanel Spencer, at Chanel Spencer Now on Instagram and Facebook. Songs, I'm from the South by D21 from Black Mob Entertainment. Off the 720 God album. Find him on Instagram at only D21. I'm from the South. I'm from the South. Unit 10.
straight out the south We'll hit his rock gold teeth straight out your mouth My niggas don't know peace fuck is you saying though Homies he playing though Know my old dudes bring more than a candle Bring the heat to them There they keep talking Know that they would end Little dogs barking Step across the line